anomaly. Yeah, get the get the shit right. <laughs> Yo, we are back, man. It's been a little bit of a wait, but anomaly is back. Uh, we talking playoff basketball today. What up, DF man? How you been? What's going on, Myron? It's good to see you back from Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Hey, tour in the world. You know, do a little a little mini tour. I see yeah. you been you've been out here grinding. Rug business is booming. Uh, about to graduate as well. So, uh, congratulations to that. Almost Thanks. done. Appreciate you, man. God gotta, willing. You got to post a Kobe Bryant meme. Uh, we not done that. Ain't nothing, nothing to be happy about. What's to be happy about? Ain't, ain't doing yet for sure. <laughs> but man, what a I, I, I tweeted today. Now the NBA season has started. This mm-hmm. is, you know, I mean, I, I'll, I'll save my hatred for the NBA play-in game and my hatred for the NBA playoffs, the only league where, you know, after after a whole 82 games, 20 teams still got a chance. I hate yeah. it so much. I hate it so much. But we're here now, and I think now it's really time to get interested. Let's, let's hand out some awards first uh, for, for a great, you know, great regular season. Mm-hmm. So some coach of the year, some MVP talks. Uh, let's let's do some uh, some honor and have pass out some flowers to some people. Okay, okay. I mean, let's start with the small awards first. So that we don't start with the smallest. No disrespect. That rookie of the year award. And I'm you know we are gonna get that to Paulo Benchero in my my point of view. Uh, yeah. Game. Score machine. He the number one pick for a reason. He backed it up. A lot of people, including myself, I wasn't like the highest on him at number one. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know how it was going to fit, but some people were very big on Paulo, and he backed it up. Um, uh, he had a great offseason, good summer league, yeah. and like you said, kind of the bad Atlanta Magic team. You know, let's that, not get it twisted. It ain't much to see over there. But if you did tune in, Bach Carroll was nice to see. And uh, mm-hmm. he's a good little centerpiece, I think, for the Magic to build around. Uh, I'd give him rookie of the year as well. Honorable mention is to – Williams uh, in uh, OKC, Jalen Williams, he had himself a very good season. From Santa Clara, that's why I respect what he did this year. I mean, no one really expected him to have the year that he had or OKC. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's definitely a surprise out there. And he, I think he showed he's just a, a all-around player as well, which is do it all for years and come. And that, and that's a, a weird team, OKC. They got a, they're a tall team with a bunch of guys who can do a lot of different things. Both Jalen Williams's, both Jalen Williams, yeah, right. uh, can, can, can play basketball. You got Shea six six. Chet, we haven't even seen Chet play yet. So, the, big surprise this year. Yeah, big big surprise for OKC. Shout out to them. I mean, a lot of people just thought that they'd be playing for the uh, the Victor uh, the Victor sweepstakes, you know, yeah, just taken from the bottom. But they got a chance to make the playoffs, like we said. They got the play in game starting soon. Uh, I want to give uh, the Six men of the year award, I don't like giving it out no more because so many guys don't play and so many guys been resting. Like, who's a true six man? Mm. Hey, listen, it, it's, it's it's quickly, right? It's quickly, quickly. Manuel quickly out of New York, man. He he done some career things. Uh, Jalen Brunson been at the helm, but quickly been, man, when he's – when Brunson's not there or when Brunson is there and he comes off the bench, he he, he can handle his own. See, quickly's a good one. I wasn't sure how many. I know every time I tune in, so they got some injuries, so he might start a couple. But quickly yeah. gets my vote, just like uh, like Jordan Poole. You know, when the Warriors are healthy, Poole come off the bench usually because the uh, Dante Divincenzo has been starting, and mm-hmm. um, 
obviously Poole's been one of the most electrifying players off the bench uh, as well. So I, I like both of those picks. Those are two good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a good year, I think, for the role player. Uh, we've seen a lot of role players step up this season. Yeah, that's definitely for sure. And even in these trades, I think even the casual fan has been seeing some, some uh, seeing how valuable the role player is. And, and, you know, there's going to be some teams who, who are going to go get them a role player in this offseason. Yeah, some role players about to get paid for sure. <laughs> some players about to get paid. Uh, Coach of the year, I I got to give it to um, – we talked a little bit about it before the show, but I, I've been very impressed with uh, Boston Celtics head coach this year. Joe Mazzula, Joe Mazzula. Joe Mazzula. The way he stepped into that disaster <laughs> and kind of kept it as an oil machine, I mean, I yeah. know it's kind of the old allergy, just don't F things up. But he didn't, you know, he didn't F it up. Right. <laughs> you know, many coaches come in and try to make a name for themselves and do a little too much thinking. Boston Celtics back-to-back 60-win seasons for the first time since like 2012 or 2014. So uh, I, I think props to Joe Mazzula. Uh, he get my coach of the year vote. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. That's a, you know, I don't think you can go wrong with that. But uh, my pick is uh, Mike Brown. Mike Brown at uh, Sacramento. I mean. What a season. Uh you you could have gave me a hundred dollars to bet on any team to make the playoffs, and I I, I would have had it thirty tries before I picked the Kings, uh, <laughs> especially as a three seed. Especially as a three seed, so I, I'm gonna say that Mike Brown did a good job getting them guys running, and a lot of people were like down on the Sabonis trade, but I think he you know he maximized those guys' potential and, and got some got them small star games. So I got Mike Brown. Sabonis had a really good year. I mean. His improvement from last year, he could be in a discussion for that award. I really like the award of Jason Brunson, Jalen Brunson for most improved player. I mean, they were talking last year in Dallas that Luka didn't have enough help. He mm-hmm. goes over to New York, and like you said, he's leading the helm. He, he's taking control of the, the whole team, and he's been one of the best players, one of the best guards in the Eastern Conference. I thought he was snubbed from the All-Star team, and uh, I, I think his name's got to be in consideration for most improved player. Yeah, I think Brunson. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh yeah, I think Brunson is great. Uh, uh, but I've seen Brunson win playoff series. I, I mean, last year we had this conversation about Dallas Mavericks playing Utah. I, I pick, I pick Dallas no matter yeah. what Utah had because of Brunson and his lead. Uh, so if we're talking most improved, I, I gotta go with uh, gotta go with Shea. Gotta go with Shea. Uh, I know he's been good. I was going to say, he's been so dominant already, though, but I feel you. I think he made a great jump, though. I, he made a great jump. Of like, all right, the fact that they're in the play-in tournament is really – I think that's a, a that's really, really a testament to how good he's been this year. You're right, because it was kind of like this is that year where it can decide, all right, am I just going to be a hooper, get my stats, and people know who I am, or I'm going to try to help this team win. Yeah. And like you said – Almost night in and night out, he put them in a position to at least compete every game. Yeah, but, like, the that. last two seasons, it hasn't been competitive. Really? And he dude is averaging 30. So. <laughs> Quiet 30. <laughs> every night he comes out, he's 35 and 6. Uh, yeah, I mean, people haven't seen too much of Shea because of the OKC. Um, if they made the tournament, if they make the playoffs and win this play-in game, people are going to see what type of player – uh, and no, Shea Gilgis really is, and he, he's one of the best guards in the upcoming guards in the league. Yeah, for sure. I agree. MVP, well, man, are we switching hands for? Are we switching hands, or is it? Are we going three P? 
We three peeing it. No. Uh, listen, uh, my MVP is Giannis. I I think people have gotten bored with how good he is, and I think that just shows right now he's the he's the best player in basketball right now. Um, he got the Steph Curry LeBron effect, huh? Yeah, I, I think we just getting bored of how good he is. Dude is averaging thirty, what thirty twelve and five assists, fifty five percent shooting. So he's getting whatever he wants. They're winning. Yeah. They're top in the league. He got the best team. So I don't really see an argument like you know, I you can argue for somebody else, but you can't argue Giannis down in my eyes. No, and uh, what Chris Middleton missed what thirty some games this season yeah. as well. And he's still recovering, and he hasn't been, the, you know, the same Crystal Middleton. We he hasn't been, yeah. Uh, and, and like you said, the the Bucks haven't lost a beat. So Giannis is a great argument. I don't, like you said, I have nothing, nothing to knock. Um, my MVP just got to go to that 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 motherfucker out in Philly. That boy, that's a bad boy, man. Uh, Joel Embiid, I think he deserved it the last year. They have some stuff to say about it, and he got, in my opinion, got snubbed last year. So this year he came out and I think had a better season than he even did last year. I, I watched him bust up Joker two or three times this two times this year. Both yeah. times they matched up. Um, so I, I don't want to hear the Joker discussion. I, I think Joel Embiid proved that he is the best big man in basketball for sure right now. And without him in the lineup, Philly is of course, of course, without the without Giannis in Milwaukee, I understand that 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 they are definitely not filling seats. And, and but. I think what Joel does for Philly is so important as well. And both both deserve the award. But I hope it's not a tie. I don't want to see no tie. Of course not. No, we're not, not, we not giving no ties out. But, yeah, I, I think Joel's been having a great year as well. I mean, leading the league in scoring. Uh, as a footer. Yeah, yeah. Like, as a footer. That's... And we'll, especially when we tried to, like, count the big man. I would say the big man was dead. So I, I'd love to see him get his flowers. Uh you know, I, I don't like how people try to make it a, a like, damn, here, war. Like, no, he, if, yeah. if he wins the MVP, he, he earned the MVP. Like, there's you know, nothing to it. Yeah, I, I've already heard the give it to Joel because Giannis got one already discussion. What kind of yeah. what kind of crazy reason is that? That's insane. Yeah, yeah they, um, they're not kids. <laughs> yeah. No, both of those guys, both of those guys deserve it. But I guarantee they both trade that. They both trade that award to get an NBA title this year. And of course, uh, both of them have, I think, a legitimate shot of making a run um, in the East in the Eastern Conference this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start tomorrow with the play-in games in the Eastern Conference. You got a 10-9 seed with the Bulls and the Raptors. And people who aren't familiar with the play-in, you know, the seven plays the eight. That winner goes straight to the playoffs, and that loser plays the winner of the 9-10 seed. So in theory, the 9-10 team has to win twice. 7-8 team only both need to win once. In that 9-10 matchup, that's a that's a weird matchup. Bulls and the Raptors. It it is a weird matchup. I'm gonna have to go. Man, I that's so weird. I hate to do this because you know I, I I hate no. I'm I'm gonna go with my instinct. I'm gonna go with the goat Pat Bev. That's what I'm gonna do and go with those Bulls. <laughs> listen, listen. Zach Levine, Zach Levine's great. You know. DeMar DeRozan is phenomenal. You know, Vucevic is good. But I'm going strictly off Pat Bev. That's what I'm going off of. Pat Bev don't miss the playoffs. We're going with Pat Bev, baby. You got to double down on that because, yeah, first, first episode, after the trade, you said Pat Bev don't miss the playoffs. So. Hey, Pat Bev not missing, so I'm, I'm sticking with Pat Bev over there. That's <laughs> whatever y'all got to say, cool. I'm going with Pat Bev, baby. 
Yeah, that's a nasty game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bulls. I think they got too much firepower for the Raptors. Uh, I don't know about Pat Bev, but I think I think Zach Levine and Demar Derozan should be too much for them. Then you got the seven eight. You got the Hawks. Man, what a what a disappointing season, honestly, for the Hawks. Let's just be honest here. I mean, yeah, they went. You know, they put a lot of chips to get Dejounte Murray. Uh, to no fault of his own is you know it's not his fault, but you know they've. It just hasn't really, you know, just not working seemingly. And, you know, that that may just be position wise. Um, everybody wants to point the point the finger at Trey, but, you know, it's due to sensational. Uh, you know, so it's, it might just be a fit thing with, the you know, the pieces around them. And it's a lot of, you know, a lot of different factors that play into it. But otherwise, it's kind of been underwhelming. Yeah, and a brand new coach just came in. Guy yeah. who hasn't guy who hasn't coached in a year and a half. You know, he comes in and takes over the team. So, like you said, a lot of pieces moving. They got a play-in game matchup against the uh, Miami Heat, a proven yeah. team, uh, a team that I don't want to play against in April. If I <laughs> don't care what seed they are, so um, I- I'm gonna take the Miami Heat over the Atlanta Hawks in that seven-eight matchup. I think. Oh yeah, me too. I'm a, you know, I'm a Jimmy Stan. So. Uh, yeah. I think Jimmy Butler is just going to wheel that team. He's going to drag that team if he got to, to, you know, as far as they can go. So I'm rolling with the Miami Heat. So that brings us to the Hawks and the Bulls for that last playoff matchup. I just – I'm in Atlanta. I got the colors on. I'm going to say the Hawks. And also, it's just – it'd be really disappointing of a season to, to to lose a play into the Bulls, too. I mean, I, the Hawks have to – they have to. To make the playoffs, have to. Uh, yeah, man, I think it would be disappointing too. But Pat Bev, yeah. so I'm gonna live with Pat Bev and the Chicago Bulls again. Dude, you know Strict- Pat Bev want that Trey Young matchup too. Strictly off the strength of Pat Bev, man. I know Zach Levine gonna, you know, get about thirty. Demar Derozan gonna play on the post. Pat Bev gonna make the impact. And that's what scares me about the Hawks, man. They don't play no damn defense. And a team like the Bulls is not a good team not to you don't want to play against. Oh man. Yeah, and if the Hawks miss the playoffs, that's someone's gotta get traded, I think. Like it's that bad. It's that bad of a season. Where do you point the finger at this point? Like that, that's I don't know. Trey Young led the league in assists. You can't even say he a hog. He led the whole league in assists. It's just like I don't know. He averaged like twenty seven. And top ten in scoring. So and he's been doing it, so yeah, like he didn't take a he didn't fall off really at all this season. I, I I said it earlier. They need more from John Collins. I've told you, John Collins cannot be a twelve and ten guy. Twelve and nine, that ain't gonna cut it. You and I know it's hard for him to get his touches. There's a lot going on there. Um, he, he he's probably getting like twelve shots a game. So I mean, it's definitely tough. But they got to figure out something. That's way too talented of a team and way too talented of a guard to be consistently sitting at home in April. After first round exits, it, it's 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 tough to say where they should need something from. That's just a tough team. I mean, you got a backcourt giving you forty points a game, forty five. You know, so it's it's tough there. And then you know, Trey stretch trying to spread the love to his bigs with lobs. You yeah. know, uh, the guy I want. I know they also trying to they also traded for Sadiq Bay. You know, and, and tried to beef up the wing depth. Try to spread the floor a little bit. Hasn't shot that well since he's been over Yeah. And, it's, you know, it's just been some uh, up and down, guys. You know, it's like you never know what you're going to get. So uh, I, I I really wish I had the answers for that one. I, I think they might just mix things up. 
Yeah, I think so too. Um, Western Conference play-in games, nine and ten seed. We got the shocking OKC Thunder against the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, I just want to say Pelicans were having the OKC's having a fun time out here, man. So I want to go with the Thunder just because, like you said, they just they out here playing with house money. They don't care how the season turns out. They had no expectations coming into the year. They're out here just playing together, a bunch of hardworking guys, a Shea and a, and a bunch of other, a bunch of others, as uh, you know, TNT would call them. And they hooping right now, so yeah. I, I think they hooping at the right time. I think Pelicans have a lot of things to figure out. Um, be at, besides what's going on with their star player Zion, I'm, I've never seen a guy have a pulled hammy and and been out for this long. This, this is the longest hamstring injury of all time. I mean, yeah, uh, I'm personally gonna go with with the Pelicans. I think, you know, despite Zion being out, I think Brandon Ingram's their best player, a guy who can really do it all. And I Love think he's, he's going to be a guy, if you give him one game, he's going to have a big outing. Uh, they got some big shot makers over there in Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. Uh, I think they, they got a balanced team. You got, a, you know, shooters in Trey Murphy, uh, defender in Herb Jones, big guy in Valanciunas, who, okay, see a struggle with bigs all year. So, yeah. I'm rolling with the the Pelicans. Seven eight Lakers Timberwolves. I think the Lakers are the favorite in this game. Um, I'm gonna roll with them. Uh, I, I think this nice little revenge matchup for you know Beasley and Vanderbilt as well. And uh, we saw Timberwolves kind of got some some stuff going on. Uh, I'm gonna take the Lakers here in a one game series. I'm gonna go with LeBron James. Uh, I I agree. I, is, I I'll keep it they, simple. They should do, and you know that would be the ultimate disappointment if we can't you know, pull that off. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, uh, it got a, a healthy, a healthy Lakers team coming into play. So I, I think that's the biggest thing. And that's going to be my pick. And then you got the Wolves and the Pelicans. Who do you think gets in the playoffs for that last eight seed in the West? Oh, that's tough. Um, that's tough. I'm going I'm to still roll with the Pelicans. Uh, Ooh. That's tough. I'm gonna say that right. is tough. I don't think the Wolves have jailed all year. I still, you know, Carl Anthony Towns is still hasn't really, uh, you know, got back into like form, form and and fully conditioned. Even though he's had some some up and like some up games, I think it's you know been some up and down. Still trying to yeah. find that long injury. Yeah, the and the Rudy Gobert twin tower experiment has not worked. I mean, they're. Their plus minus together on the court this year is horrendous. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's, you know, it's, I think it will be a dog fight just because of the fact that they still have Anthony Edwards, who, who despite all the like stuff that they got going on, Anthony Edwards is taking a good step. Yeah, um, good year, low key. Big step, and you know, it hasn't been highlighted as much, but I think he'll you know give him a fighting chance. Western Conference, uh, man, let's get into it then. Let's get into the, the, the good games, you know, playoffs, especially kickoff round one. Let's uh, let's look at that 4-5 uh, or five matchup. I, I think the Suns, the Clippers, this has a chance to probably be the best game in the opening round. I, I, I like this game to go. I like this to go six, depending on Paul and George. Yeah. Uh, I, I I would I would say seven. <laughs> I would wait for without PG. Just even I, without PG, still seven. Dang. I, With I would say seven for sure. If they had PG seven. I, I just feel like Kawhi is really like. Uh, I don't think he's typical. 
I don't, you know, I, I think if he was like a typical, just regular, really good three, but I think, you know, he gets it done on both ends. I think he's a like legit game changer. Uh, I wish I could. I wish I could lean to one way or another, but I, I, if I had to lean one way, I would go with the Suns. I would have to go yeah. with the Suns. Uh, but the Clippers but are I, scary. I think it was. I think it would be a dog fight though. They've added. I mean, after that amazing trade deadline they had, I mean, they just added so many pieces. I mean, Eric Gordon has been such a quiet pickup. Moans Highland has been amazing. Um, I just love, like you said, the the flexibility the Clippers have. They got a couple of different guys, even without Paul George, that can give you 20 with Kawhi. I mean, Norman Powell has had a quiet, fantastic season, averaging about 16 this year. Nick Batum might shoot, might score 20 for no reason on you. Like they just got those type of guys who are just gamers, you know. And that's what I like about the Clippers. And when I think about the Suns, I talked about the Suns not really having a tough guy. That's my only issue with the Clippers, is I think the Clippers could potentially pump the Suns. Mm-hmm. I, I do, because I can see that happening. Um, but like you said, if I have to lean one way, I got to go with Kevin Durant. I got to go with Kevin Durant and the Suns, because they're healthy as well. That's a Barring lot. Health. That's a lot. That's Barring it. health. Barring health, because, you know, it's it's playoff times, and everybody on that Suns team is has a history of getting hurt in the playoffs. Yeah, I just if they had Paul George, it'd be I could probably go with the Clippers because the Devin Booker Paul George matchup. Let's get your popcorn ready, Kawhi, KD. You know, let's get the popcorn. But without Paul George, I mean that's just a lot for Eric Gordon and Norman Powell and Robert Covington. You know, now they're gonna set a bunch of different bodies at KD now, and I kind of I kind of honestly expect uh, Kawhi to play not checking KD, might check a little bit of Booker. They're gonna throw a bunch of bodies like you said. And- it's gonna be that's probably gonna be one of the best first round matchups we can ever ask for. Chris Paul is gonna be the X factor in that. Um, I'm gonna call somebody off the bench as an X factor. I think if if given the right chance, I think Terrence Ross off the bench for the Suns could be an X factor. I think Bones Highland can also be an X factor. Yes, I like Bones still, and don't forget about Terrence Man. You know, two years ago he had a huge huge playoffs for us two years ago. Kind of had like a step back season, some could say, um, but he's proven to be at least in the playoffs a gamer, and, yeah. and that's another wing ball handler that they got in that team. Um, yeah, Clippers are dangerous just because of how many different tools they got. They can come at you a lot of different ways. So you got the Suns in six or seven? You got the Suns got, in seven. I got the Suns in, in. I'm gonna say six. I'm gonna say six. Suns in six. I got the Suns in six too. Just because I Paul, I don't think Paul George is going to play this series. I think Paul is going to be out the whole series. So I got Suns in six. Um, Kings, man. The Kings are in the playoffs with no Chris Webber, no Mike Bibby, and they did it. No Rick Adelman. I mean, what a time for the Kings to be in the playoffs. This is dope. I mean, <laughs> they ain't been in the playoffs in, what, 2002, three? Man, I read a stat the other day that said the Kings haven't been in the playoffs in so long that nobody in the NBA has played on the Kings or against the Kings in the playoffs. That's actually crazy. So the Kings are there. Um, we, how do you like their chances? I mean, I've always – I've been the Kings this year as a typical Utah Jazz team. Um, in terms of regular season, they have they have a benefit in the regular season. Uh-huh. No one is excited about playing the Kings before or after a back-to-back with the Warriors, the Clippers, the Suns, or the Lakers. 
And that's usually how you end up playing the Kings, before or after uh, in the travel break. No one's pumped about going to Sacramento. And NBA players take days off. They rest. I think Sacramento has benefited greatly from that. Uh, I think they played, had a good season as well. But I just don't think teams have really taken them seriously going into every night. Like, how can I stop Zabanas and Darren Fox? Oh, uh, they ain't take them serious. That's their damn fault. I mean, 20%. You, you, they, they the number three seed for a reason. They earned it. So, uh, I, I, you know, playing the Warriors, I don't think they, I don't think they've uh, played enough games. I don't think they've played enough, <laughs> enough games. I think the Warriors are a season team. Uh, I think the Kings are still a game, though. I do still think they're still a game. Uh, I have to roll with the Warriors over there. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing that the Kings do have is the Warriors have been the worst road team in basketball this year, yeah. and the Kings get the first two at home. Uh, so that's the one thing that they get. If they can win both at home early, possibly they could shake the Warriors. But like you said, I think the Warriors have played too much basketball. I don't think they're really worried about their seeding. Not really worried about where they're playing at. They know it's playoff times. I, I got the I got the Warriors in five. Mm. Yeah, I like it's Warriors in Kings five. might steal a game. Hey. Yeah, I think the, I think this Kings could win game two in Sacramento. But after that, I got I got the Warriors in five. Yeah, All right, we're on the same page. <laughs> Memphis Lakers, man, this could be a this could be a good one. I'm really excited about the depth of the Lake the depth of the Lakers now moving into the playoffs. Vanderbilt has been really good for them. Beasley's been good. Shout out Austin Reeves. I think my Lakers got a chance to make a nice little run in the playoffs as a seven seed, low key. Uh I would agree, man. Uh, you know how we raved about, you know. Jared Vanderbilt and I will, and and the things that he can do. You were uh, huge on Jared Vanderbilt. You said what? You were big on Vanderbilt. Yeah, uh, I think he's a good defender, great rebounder. Um, Memphis is out there, you know, ups and downs with their young team. Uh, <laughs> he ain't know how to say it with the uh... yeah. They have some. They have some uh, off the court issues. And they haven't been, like, as fluid as we've seen them being, like, you know, in uh, most recent years. So, I think, you know, they, they got a chance. I think that would be a competitive series for sure. Um, but I will, I will roll with the Lakers there. Yeah, I'm going with the Lakers, too. I'm also thinking no Steven Adams, no Brandon Clark. I think that can come back to hurt them as well. Uh, I mean, Jaron Jackson, we love him, but the guy loves foul trouble. Um, and a guy like playing against Anthony Davis, that's not a guy who you're going to going to have foul trouble against. Mm-hmm. And Xavier Tillman, Kenny Lofton Jr., shout out to y'all, but y'all both are 6'6". Six, six. It's going to be a long night. Um, so, yeah, like you said, I, I got the Lakers. I want to say five, but Jaws a bad boy. And the Lakers yeah. are really bad defending the pick and roll. Um, so I, I want to go Lakers and six. I would say Lakers in seven. I think Josh still, you know, I, I, he he's still him. He's, he's yeah. still him. And he's I still think, one of the ones. I think Desmond Bain gonna gonna have a good shooting game against one of the, you know, one of these games in the series as well. So I I would go with seven. Seven Nuggets versus the Pelicans for you. I got the Nuggets and the Timberwolves. I got a sweep. The Nuggets sweeping the Timberwolves. I got a sweep. I think no Jaden McDaniels for the uh, for the Timberwolves is going to hurt them a little bit on defensive yeah. end. Uh, they really think they really need him. Uh, I guess a guy like Michael Porter 
um, and, and all the different weapons that the that, that the Nuggets have. Mm-hmm. You see me on the other hand, I got the Pelicans. I got the Pelicans beating the Nuggets. Dalgon was the one seed. I love it. So that's just me. I think Brandon Ingram is great. I think you know he's a three level guy. Uh, I think he'll be able to control that series. Um, and then you got tough shot makers and Brandon Ingram himself, CJ McCollum. CJ's ready, yeah. Um, as, if they pull off that upset, that's going to mean Jonas Valachunas stepped the hell up. Or stays out of foul trouble. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, you know, Valachunas is, is a big body to have against Jokic. Jokic is MVP, uh, reigning MVP, so he's going to definitely have a good, you know, series. But I think, I think uh, I'm going to take the upset and get the Pelicans. I love it. I would love to see that. Going on to the Eastern Conference, man, we got the Bucks. Both of us think the Bucks and the Hawks. Oh, man, this is just not a good matchup for Atlanta. We saw how this went last time. I mean, Drew Holiday's about to smother Trey. You, you do love that you got DeJounte Murray here now to kind of help with that. But I just don't like the matchup. <laughs> I do not like the matchup with Giannis and anyone on the Hawks. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Milwaukee. I'm gonna go Milwaukee in five. You got the Hawks. I got Pat Bev. Uh, That's true. You do have Pat Bev. I'm, I'm still going Milwaukee in five. I think you know the Bulls have personally had trouble inside uh, guarding Giannis as well, which is well, I guess the entire league. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I definitely got Milwaukee. I think they just walk in there and they've been together for long. They they know what they want to do there. You know, I, I got Milwaukee. I think the best uh, series in the Eastern Conference probably in the opening round. Cavaliers and the Knicks. Man, I'm going to let you go first. I don't really know. I, I, don't, I don't really know. I think it's going to be one of the most entertaining series. I I got the I got the Cavs, though. You know, I you know talked about the Cavs. I think they got two big <laughs> shot makers, two guys who can hit the shots off the dribble, and, and Garland and, and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, two defenders and Mobley and Jared Allen who are gonna you know defend the paint well. Uh, Mobley probably be a little bit of an X factor and you know bring a little bit of scoring that people didn't think he could do. Uh, I I got the Cavs. I got the Cavs. I think this is literally the Diamond Mitchell series. If Diamond Mitchell is the best player in this series, then they win. Um, I mean I, I think he's the he's the reason that they you know they did this big trade for him in the offseason. I was very against it. Talked about how there was no point of doing it. They're not going to win with it. I think this is the series to make me eat all my words. Um, yeah. If he comes out and have a dominant series, uh, I mean, because the matchups are favorable, you know, he's going to get he's going to get R.J. Barrett, who's not really known for his defensive skills, or Emmanuel quickly. Um, I think they got chances here. Uh, defensively, I'm worried because they got two guards with six feet, uh, <laughs> and R.J. and Brunson are two physical guards on the other end. But I think I got Cavs in, like, seven. Like, I think this is going to be a really good series. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle, I love him in New York. Um, Obi Toppin has come around late for New York as well. And Tom Dip- Thibodeau is going to coach defense. I, I-, I think he's going to make it really difficult for Cleveland to score. Uh, I-, I think that sounds good. I think Donovan Mitchell hits, like, really tough shots. I think Donovan yeah. really tough shots. And that's why, you know, I got to roll with the Cavs. But, you know, shout out to those guys. Those uh, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, who, you know, did a great job of, you know, bringing the Knicks back to some relevancy. For real. I think it's also a a 
something to note that Donovan Mitchell is from New York, so he gonna have some big games. He's from New York, so if he's if he's him, if he is like you said he was this offseason, then I, I think they get this series. Cause oh yeah, don't forget we had a what he had like a thirty minute argument about this. Yeah, trade. I was so against this trade. I was very against this trade. Um, I, I just didn't think it was moving the goalpost too much. But I am pumped for Spike Lee to be back in the playoffs. Um, with actually a chance to win the series. Like, I'm actually pumped to see Spike on the sideline acting a fool. He probably should not talk to Donovan Mitchell, like you said. He's from New York, so he, he he might be ready for it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, Sixers and the Nets. I mean, shout out Brooklyn. You know, they traded KD and Kyrie and maintained and only dropped up one seed since the trade. Two seeds. They were the four seed at the day, the time of the trade. Now they're the six yeah. seed. Mm. Um, man, Mikhail Bridges. He, oh yeah. You said he was a bucket, but damn. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he's just showing like one. He's you know Phoenix. He's a defensive stopper. Yeah, uh, new role. Could have won, won defensive player of the year last year. Uh, and now he's jumped from seventeen to twenty-seven points a game since the trade. <laughs> and just unlock, and it, it just shows that you know role and fit in in the NBA or everything. So you know, getting that opportunity is is great to see and. It, they're going to have some asking prices about Mikael in the offseason as well. And if they want to, you know, stick there, you're going to have to – he got a nice piece to build off of, a solid wing. Uh, but I got Philadelphia being a little too much. Uh, Joel Embiid is unguardable. Uh, he still got James Harden leading the league in assists. So I think Philadelphia will be a little too much for this, you know, young Nick, uh, Nets team. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Uh, definitely shout out Mikael. I mean, he's had a fantastic season. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he were just – if he only only because the second half of the season, he could definitely be most improved for the second half of the season because yeah. his stats have skyrocketed, like you said. Um, yeah, Nick Claxton, this is a lot for him. He has played very well against Joel in their matchups, though. I will give him that. But playoff time, like you said, I think the Sixers just got a little too much firepower. Uh, definitely with them resting their guys the last two or three games, too. They'll be, I think they'll be fully healthy coming into it. Um, I got the Sixers in. I got six and five. I'm gonna say the Sixers in the six. I think you know it's gonna be some surprising games from you know guys like Dinwiddie. Uh, yeah, Joe Harris. <laughs> and I think Mikael Bridges will have another good game. Uh, so I, I'm gonna say the Sixers in six though. Last playoff series of the first round: Boston, Miami. This is. Don't look at the C's in this matchup. Two seven. That does not. That's not. That doesn't show what this is gonna be. Don't matter. Don't matter. Listen. Um. I was wrong last year. I was wrong. I picked Miami over over Boston, and I'm willing to be wrong again because I think <laughs> I'm willing to be wrong again. I, I I'm going with Miami again. And um. You can look at me crazy, but that's my pick. I think Jimmy Butler is a dog. I think if it's a chance, they gonna, he going to try to find that chance. So I know how the great year Jason Tatum is having, the great year Jalen Brown is having, and I'm not diminishing those. I just think Jimmy Butler got a little extra notch to him. How many? Seven. Miami is seven. It's going to have to be seven for sure because they're going to have a hands full with this Miami team, with this Boston Celtics team for sure. Uh, I'm going to go with Boston. I just don't think Jimmy has enough defensive help. And that's what I think they're missing with the Tatum-Brown duo over there. Jimmy can only check one up. <laughs> and the other one getting busy. So 
Um, I, I I got Boston at six because I do respect Jimmy Butler. I do think he finds a way to to get a, a couple of wins in um in their arena. I don't see them being able to win in Boston though. I think it's gonna be an issue. I think you know that story has been like they've been struggling offensively all year. Uh, yeah. So hopefully we got a you know a healthy Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo can pour something in or uh, guys like you know Max Struess. Uh, so you know they got an offense. Got their offense going to have to come from somewhere. And I think you know those guys are going to remember that matchup as well last year and how they got sent home from Boston. So I think they're going to have a little edge to them. So we're going to see. That's going to be the fun matchup. It will be very good. Uh, Ten teams are already headed for Mexico. Their season's over. Who's the most disappointing team you saw this season? We know the most surprising team is the Sacramento Kings. Uh, no one sure. no one in the NBA, not even Tim Ledger, the expert, saw other Kings finish in the three seed. Um, who, who was really you know, disappointed with this year? Uh, I think that's clear is the, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I think a lot of people had, like, Luka as the preseason MVP. Uh, you know, we, we, you know, boasted about him so much, and they make the Trey Young and Luka com- comparisons. I think it's so much to it. I think that's the most disappointing team. It's, it's so much to unpack, too. Like, how did they possibly drop that far that fast? Yeah. Like, that's... It should be a 30 and 30, 30 for 30 doc on this shit. Like, it's actually, how did you, I mean, we talked about when the trade happened too, though. You know, they moved over their their heart. You know, you, you move over Dory Finney-Smith, um, a guy who's doing the, the little things for you defensively and offensively. You yeah. move over Spencer Dinwiddie, um, and, like, you're looking like, oh, okay, this is the NBA 2K. I get Kyrie Irving. But, like, the things that you don't think about, you've lost. And yeah. Dallas played some of the worst defense I've seen in basketball over the last the last 20 games of the season. Agreed. Agreed. That defensive component is definitely hurting them. <laughs> uh, we will not be the platform to blame Kyrie. No. <laughs> That's no. not what we're doing. Uh, I just think, you know, they, they kind of missed out on role players as well. And they did something weird, which – did look like they weren't competing in the last game of the year to have a chance to, you know, get in the play in. What was that? Uh, so a little confused on that. The NBA's even investigating they got so confused on that. Yeah. They had a chance to make the playoffs, and they, the last two games, they just benched everybody. Say, we're pre- preparing for next year. Um, Which is weird, because they would have been like, and they could have a chance to be like the eighth seed and play the Nuggets, who you just picked to lose to the Pelicans. Yes, I did. Yeah, you know, like they had a chance to. It wasn't like they had a, a game that they were, you know, a series that they couldn't win. I don't want to see Luca and Kyrie in a seven game series. In Agreed. April, in April, I don't, that's a possible eighty points right there. I don't want to see that in, in a seven game series. Hey, listen, I don't. They're gonna do their due diligence, and we're gonna find out what's going on in Dallas. Hey, shout out to the Detroit Pistons for a successful tank job. Very proud, very proud. They did it perfectly. Case healthy coming into the next season. You fired mm-hmm. Dwayne Casey, get him up out of town. Uh, the Detroit Pistons, I think, have the cinder blocks like pointing in the right direction. I can't get too excited yet because Detroit, we had some crazy shit happen to us all the time. But things are looking good here. Things are looking good. 
Yeah, man. I think Troy Weaver made some crazy moves. Um, like you said, successful tank job. <laughs> we got our rookies playing a lot of minutes, uh, getting a lot of experience. And, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. But what pick we get, you know, we picked up Wiseman. We got Durin. Uh, two guys who, you know, shown they can be great um, starting box. Yeah. But, you know, there's also an alien in France that they're tanking for. So, I, it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting and it's fun in Detroit right now. It's, it is. I like how Troy did it because he's kind of prepared. Like if we don't get Victor, like you said, at least, at least we got two footers still in Wiseman and Duran, and then we still get a guy like Brandon Miller who could mm-hmm. really fit in very nice at six eight, a pure shooter. You know, next to a Cade and Jaden Ivy. So yeah, Troy's making some moves over there. Um, I see that the Pistons might hire, probably are going to hire former Boston Celtics head coach. Um, so stay out the streets, man. Detroit's tough. There's some beautiful women there, man. Watch out. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that man better go try to get his wife back or something. I don't. I don't he don't want. To, he don't want no parts of these Detroit streets. Uh, you need to go to Word of Faith or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that would look. That'd be a great hire for this young team. Uh, you know, he we seen what he took the young team, the young Celtics to the finals. Uh, and you know, it'd be interesting to see you know a different voice in their heads right now. Bring some energy to the locker room too. Cause for sure. One thing for sure, him and the Celtics, they played fun. They played mm-hmm. some really fun basketball. And while obviously Cade and Jaden aren't Jalen Brown and Tatum, but they got potential to be a dominant duo. Um, and he, he's got some familiarity with that as far as getting those guys open, pick and roll offense. Um, so if he comes to Detroit, I, I really like the chances of Detroit being in this play-in conversation we're having right now next year. I agree. I agree. I'm definitely excited for next year, Kate, as well. Anything we missed? Anything else we got to talk about? I know uh, playoffs are going to be so interested. I'm just, I'm personally just so happy it's finally here. Regular season basketball is sometimes kind of hard to watch. Um, so I'm ready for the whistles to get tighter. I'm ready for less traveling, less carrying, and actually starting to call the game better. And that playoff atmosphere is just, it's not, it's not like it. Oh, man, I'm ready for it as well, man. It's, like it. it's, it's time to get serious. You know, it's time to get serious and see the real NBA. Uh, I can't think of anything we missed, man. We're going to worry about the offseason and the offseason. Uh, those who got an early vacation, good for you, but we worry about these playoffs right now. Yeah, yeah, y'all have fun in Mexico, but there's a lot, of, lot more basketball to come back. We'll be back uh, after the first round of the playoffs, talk about the recap of the first round, and then – make our second round predictions, but um, I like your sleeper pick of the Pelicans so far, and uh, my sleeper, my, I'm with the Lakers. I think the Lakers and the Warriors are the two most dangerous teams in this playoffs. Um, you just don't want to see either of those players in the seven-game series. No, 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 not at all. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see it, and that's the beautiful, I think this is one of the best playoffs we're going to get. Yeah. Competitive through the board, so yep. I think anything can really happen. Anything can really happen. DF, thanks for taking some time, man. Anomaly episode three. We back in the house, man. Uh, congratulations again on graduating, bro. That's a blessing. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, man. Good to see you again. We're going to talk soon. Yes, sir. Anomaly, a podcast presented by Sports Time with my.